Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we'll be visiting the campus of Bowling Green State University in Ohio to speak with Lisa Wildman. I was at the campus for a week early in July for the Friends General Conference annual summer gathering. It's filled with music and dance, both of which are close to my heart. There are about 12 types of music each day, like folk singing, Broadway tunes, sacred chanting, doo-wop, and much more in addition to the music-related workshops that happen in the morning. My guest, Lisa Wildman, was leading a week-long workshop on sacred chant, though I was first exposed to her music with kids with a group called Peanut Butter Jellyfish and, in a folk music vein, with Group W. She's a flautist with the symphony, plays guitar, and is a stunning vocalist. I sat down to interview her before a live audience at the FGC gathering where she shared her music, sometimes accompanied by vocals from Brenda Rose Simkin and the banjo of Paul Tinkerhess. Let's go now to the campus of Bowling Green State University for a Song of the Soul visit with Lisa Wildman. Lisa, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thanks, Mark. How's your week been going? You've been leading a workshop here at the Friends General Conference gathering. I notice you've been carrying a mass of material around with you, I think, because you're leading that workshop. What's it been like for you? It's been a wonderful experience having this workshop. It was my first time leading a workshop at Friends General Conference. It was chanting, sacred chanting, a channel to deepen our worship. 
and I had a great group of people, and today was just so worshipful and a lot of thankfulness. One of the things I know about you, Lisa, is that you've got a lot of musical tastes. I think that maybe your enthusiasm for music is wider in scope than most people. I know that you've been part of this group, Peanut Butter Jellyfish. I know you've been with Group W, which is kind of folk music-ish. And I think you're with a symphony or something. And, you know, those aren't the same peas that you normally go in the one pod. Where do you start with music? Is there a favorite type, or is it just you want to do everything? Are you also a burlesque jazz singer that I didn't know about yet? I do sing jazz, too, and I also sing classic country, <laughs> Patsy Cline, that kind of a thing. Hank Williams Jr., love that stuff. But I was originally trained as a classical flutist, and that's what I went to college for and got a degree as. So for years I was in the Abington Symphony as principal flute. Lately I've been singing a lot more, and I'm singing with the Philadelphia Singers Chorale, and that's the resident chorus with the Philadelphia Orchestra. So we get to do great stuff, Mahler, and we're going to be doing Beethoven's Ninth in the fall, and... WC, it's great. So I guess I, my iPod has really a lot of variety on it. <laughs> opera? You betcha. I've sung opera, yeah. I was Mama Lucia in Cavalleria Rusticana, and that was a big thrill because the very best aria in the whole opera is when Torito sings goodbye to his mother before he knows he's going to go off and be killed. And I got to be in the arms of the tenor, this wonderful tenor, while he's singing this amazing aria. So that was, that was thrilling. What was the thrilling part, that he was singing this aria or that you were in his arms? Both. Mostly the aria, though, yes. <laughs> and rap. Have, have you got a rap CD coming out soon? <laughs> no rap. I enjoy listening to some of it, but no, it's a little outside of my performance uh, capabilities at this time. Who knows? You've picked out a fair variety of music for today. What would you like to start with for your Song of the Soul, Lisa? Let's start with Love Makes a Family from my Peanut Butter Jellyfish CD. And thanks so much for getting the name right, because a lot of people say peanut butter and jellyfish. And so should I tell you how I wrote this song? I wrote it in, to honor my nephew's adoption, an older child, an interracial adoption, and I was just so thrilled that they wanted us there for the adoption ceremony, and I said, oh, i got to write a song. You know, it helps to have a deadline. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, I'm just, I so admire, you know, the whole family, and I was just so happy for all of them that day, so I wrote this song to honor that. But it's for all, it's for all families, and it's especially for adopted families, but it's for all families. Did you know at that time about the group that Bonnie Tinker was part of founding in Oregon, Love Makes a Family? And you know you can go out there to the site, Love Makes a Family, and have they adopted this maybe as their theme song? I don't know where I first heard the phrase, Love Makes a Family, but I, I heard that phrase somewhere, um, maybe in a book or something, and I liked it, and so I wrote the song. I, I did not. And then afterwards, when I came to FGC, there was this huge sign saying, Love makes a family, and I, it was like, ding, you know. I, unfortunately, I did not get to meet Bonnie at FGC two years ago when we were both at FGC. But I did course, I was her friend on Facebook, and I donated some money to the organization. It's, it's a wonderful organization, so it's just kismet, you know, that they both happen to have the same name. I, I don't know if they'll adopt it uh, 
and choose to use the song. Well, then why don't you perform for us? This is Lisa Wildman, and she'll be performing for us, Love Makes a Family. Some kids come to families, some from far away. A kaleidoscope of backgrounds, each in their own way. All these families gather like we do now to say that love makes a family today. Love makes a family, love all around us. Love brings us together and love surrounds us. Love makes a family today. Love makes a family today. Now your journey is over, welcome home. You are one of us now, you're one of our own. Love keeps us together and we are here to stay. Cause love makes a family today. Love makes a family, love all around us. Love brings us together and love surrounds us. Love makes a family today. Love makes a family today. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't care about our color, shape, or size. Love doesn't care about the shape of our eyes. Love never, never, never. Ripples in a pond, the love goes on and on. The story starts all over again on some new day. Love makes a family today. Love makes a family, love all around us. Love brings us together and love surrounds us. Love makes a family today. Thank you so much for that song, Lisa. A beautiful song. How many have you written? You said most of the ones that you perform are often by other people, but how much have you written? I've written only a handful of songs. Like I said, it helps to have a deadline. It helps <laughs> have something to work towards. I have a lot more songs in pieces that I need to finish. I think a lot of songwriters are that way. When I was talking to you prior to getting together here, and you know we're talking about early July now, you were so very busy. Did you have, I mean, like, do you have concerts regularly, stuff with the symphonies, Group W? I mean, are you doing things in schools? Where do you do your musical work? 
Well, at that time, we had a lot of concerts with the Philadelphia Singers Chorale at, at that time when you and I were trying to reach each other and playing phone tag. So that's a very intense, we don't rehearse every week, but when we do have a concert coming up, we'll have several rehearsals, maybe even four or five rehearsals or performances, dress rehearsals in one week. So it's, it's quite intense. And I also, I also teach music and have rehearsals with peanut butter jellyfish. We're going to be playing at Music Fest. That's in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We're going to be playing like at outdoor festivals, things like that, coffee houses. Is the Group W thing, is that something of the past? Is that current? Are you still doing that? I'm not sure when you say we, I'm not sure if you're talking about the symphony going there or just who. Well, Group W was three people when we made that CD. Unfortunately, Severio Minacucci, a great songwriter, has left the group, so we're kind of in flux now, looking probably for another third member. If you need a really good songwriter, I'm available. Nobody has signed my dance card yet. Too bad we live so far apart. You're a lot of fun. Well, tell us about the next song that you've chosen for your Song of the Soul. Where do you want to go? When you asked me about this, I realized uh, a lot of the songs that came to mind... When I looked over a list I wrote for myself, in retrospect, I realized, wow, like all these songs, the first time I heard them, they made me cry. <laughs> and that seemed to be my criteria of picking songs. Um, a lot of times when the spirit is really moving in us, there are tears, and it can be tears of joy. So the song I would probably do next then would be One of Us. I forget, I told you who wrote it. Um, I forget who wrote it, but it was made famous by Joan Osborne. And this song, wow, the first time I heard it, I just, the tears just came. Then later, I also used this song uh, when I was teaching first day school with the teenagers. I got them to talk about the words, what if God was one of us? You know, what if we treated each person we meet like they were God? And there's that wonderful quote in the Bible, so as you have done for these, the least of these, my brothers, you have also done to me. And so have you not done for the least of these? My brothers, you have also not done for me. Then let's hear it, one of us. If God had a name, what would it be? And would you call it to his face? If you were faced with him in all his glory, what would you ask if you had just one question? Would have to be. Build- 
Beautiful song, Lisa. Beautiful song, One of Us. Evidently by Eric Bazilian and performed by Joan Osborne, more commonly. I, that's the version that was introduced to me actually by my sister. And so I think she chose it. I had her on for her song of the soul, and she chose that one also. So great overlap. Yeah. In that one, there's, there's reference to Jesus and other things. And, you know, in the, in the first one, the one that you wrote, when you start out one of the verses, you say, love is kind. And I thought you were going to go right into the list from Paul. You know, is that what inspired that? But you, then you went off in a different direction, which I think greatly enriched what love is. Uh, how much affected are you in your music by those religious, spiritual sources? It's hard to say because it's not a conscious thing. I was writing that song and I felt like it needed a bridge. And I thought, what, you know, what am I trying to say here? You know, love is patient, love is kind. And then I go off somewhere else, but then I end the phrase with love never ends. That's, uh, that's one of my favorite, you know, I've already given a different quote from the Bible, but that's another favorite quote. I know you as a Quaker, because that's where I met you at a Quaker gathering. I have no idea of your background. Where did you start from? Did, were you raised Quaker? Uh, I guess maybe, you know, the further east you go, the greater chance that you might be, have been raised Quaker, because someone like me, born in Wisconsin, western Wisconsin for that matter, Quakers are scarce. Do you know where I was born, Mark? Dallas, Texas. Yeah, not a lot of Quakers there, but there was a lovely Unitarian fellowship in which I was raised. So I think that gave me a strong feeling that I just couldn't be part of a church that required me to swear to a creed. And that really cuts down your options a lot. And I was really drawn. I went to Swarthmore College and met Quakerism there and met my husband there and just really loved the spirituality in Quakerism. For a lot of musicians, music is the way to go to reach spirituality. And I understand that perfectly myself. I'm not particularly a musician. I love singing, and I love music of all sorts, obviously. But some people have, I mean, that's like the only mode that they get to their spirituality. Obviously, I think if you're Quaker, you enter into the silence, you find spirituality there. One of the problems that we have as Quakers is we have great singers like you who come, and then we tell them to be quiet for an hour instead of giving them a chance to sing in the choir or something. How much of a frustration was that for you? That was the biggest thing that held me back from becoming a Quaker, was the, uh, the lack of music. And I, I got a joke for you, Mark. Do you know why Quakers are such bad singers? Well, first of all, I disagree with your premise. <laughs> But second of all, why is that? Because we're reading ahead in the hymnal to see if we agree with the words. <laughs> and so my favorite Quaker joke is, what do you get when you cross a Jehovah's Witness with a Quaker? Someone who rings your doorbell and stands there in silence. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's right. I, but it's, it has more effect if you say it this way. Someone who rings your doorbell and then refuses to speak to you. Okay. <laughs> so enough of such levity. Let's get on to some more music. Where do you want to go next on your Song of the Soul journey, Lisa? I just wanted to agree with something that you said, that music has always felt to me like probably my favorite way to worship and my, when I'm closest to God. Uh, another favorite way is being out in nature and, of course, sitting in silence with friends at meeting for worship. But music is right up there. 
Is your meeting a one where it would be typical that people sing out of the silence? I have felt in the past that like the further east you went, the less likely it was that you were going to sing out of worship. Where I started worshiping in Wisconsin, it wasn't at all unusual for someone to give ministry in terms of a song. There's this group that calls itself the Nightingales, which was which originated in Northern Yearly Meeting, which I'm part of. Uh, the first Quaker meeting I went to when I was 18, I was just visiting. Right after the meeting for worship, they stepped to the back, they pulled out some instruments and started dancing. So that's, that was the culture of Quakerism that I entered into. Dancing? <laughs> in a Quaker meeting house? Really? That does not happen in the Philadelphia area. Their loss. Okay. So where did you want to go next with your music? We haven't talked yet about my, my more recent musical directions. Two years ago, I attended Beverly Shepherd's workshop here at FGC and loved it. That was the sacred chanting. And then I was inspired to start leading that at my own meeting. And then that's why I did the workshop here this week. So I wanted to do some examples of that. And so Brenda Rose Simkin actually sings with me in the Philadelphia Singers Chorale. We've sung Mahler together, Schumann all the greats <laughs> we've sung together. So um, I was inspired to write a couple of rounds. Normally chanting would of course be a group of people, it could be of course any number, one, three, five, eight, fifty. But I knew Brenda would be great to uh, draft to sing with me to give some example of the sort of thing we do in chanting. So these are a couple of rounds that I've written. Be still, be still, and know, and know that I am God, that I am God. Be still, be one is All Shall Be Well, the quote from Julian of Norwich. All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall shall be well, and all shall be well, and all shall be well, shall be and all manner of things shall be well, shall be well, and all shall be well, and all shall be well, shall be 
shall be well. Two very beautiful voices here. We're very fortunate to have you here, Lisa. And thank you, Brenda. Brenda, so much. Is she in your workshop this time? Uh, she's not a co-leader or something. She's just a. Is she following in your footsteps? Uh, who's offering it next year? I haven't decided if I'll be doing it again next year. No, I would love to have had Brenda in the workshop, but I think she was doing a junior gathering. Pretty busy with that. Oh, and the couples enrichment she was doing. Yeah, I would love to. I love singing with Brenda. You can see why. Oh. And, and, I, and we have such a comfort level because we've sung together so much in the Philadelphia Singers Chorale, and that's really tricky music. Well, speaking of comfort, you mentioned that you also sing with Comfort Choir, and I think the next songs you want to share are related to that. Say what Comfort Choir is. I think we have a similar organization in Eau Claire. We don't call it Comfort Choir, but you sing to people in hospice, people at the edge of life. Yes. Is yours called uh, Threshold Choir? Yeah. So I think this was inspired by the Threshold Choir movement. We decided to call ourselves Comfort Choir. So we're not only singing for hospice purposes. We're going to go to nursing homes as well. This choir just started in the fall, and I'm one of the co-directors, and that's very exciting. So how big of a group is this? How do you work? I mean, is this you, is it an hour-long type performance, or is it always for one person, a group of people? Exactly how do you organize this? It's a group of about 50 women. It's all women. At this point, we've decided to keep it all women. Normally, at each rehearsal, you know, we know people are working and uh, we're flexible. Uh, about 30 people at any rehearsal. And when we actually sing for patients, it It'll be a small group, maybe only about six of us. So it's not a choir per se, it's forgiving comfort. So what music from the Comfort Choir would you like to share with people today for Song of the Soul? So again, Brenda will join me, and I thought we'd start with Oh Hold Me, written by M.P. Scott. And what is Oh Hold Me? I don't recognize it at all. Oh hold me in your love, oh hold me in your light. Oh, hold me in your love, oh, holy one. Well, let's get Brenda up here, and we'll have the two of you perform a couple of your comfort choir pieces. Again, this is Song of the Soul. I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet. This is a Northern Spirit Radio production, and our website is northernspiritradio.org. You can listen to all of our programs via that site. You can find out where we're broadcast across the U.S., subscribe to us via iTunes, and so on. We're privileged today to have Lisa Wildman here with us to share Song of the Soul, and accompanied right now by Brenda Rose Simkin. Oh, hold me in your love, oh, hold me in your light, oh, hold me in your love, oh, holy one, oh, hold me love, oh,
next we're going to do Dona Novis Pachem. And even though I only learned about Comfort Choir a couple days ago, I said to Lisa that if I were dying, I would definitely want to hear this song and to feel that sense of give me peace. Dona also like to do another round and we talked today about Brenda and I about what songs laying on our deathbed we would want and dear friends let me tell you how I feel you have given me such treasures I love you so Yes, thank you so much, Brenda, and of course, Lisa. Though I have to admit, I was sitting here in the audience listening to you, boiling in rage that you get to do this with women, and there's no men included in. And 
<laughs> you know, that kind of sex discrimination just isn't fair. Is it self-discrimination on the part of men? Is it that men, I think that the threshold choir that we have in Eau Claire is also all women. And I think it's because the men haven't stepped forward. I'm not really assuming. I'm not really boiling and raging. <laughs> but I do think it's rather unfortunate that these sacred venues that men are self-censoring, holding themselves back from, are the groups that you're talking about, are they imposing it that no, the man can't come in? Or is it that the men are keeping themselves from the well? That's a really good question. I, I heard about the group as it was being formed. Um, I'm one of the musical directors and a founding member, but I just heard, I got an email that said, we're forming an all-women choir, threshold-type choir. That's all I heard about it. I guess I didn't question any assumptions. Um, but I think of it as midwives are usually women, and so I think of the comfort choir when we're singing in hospice purposes as midwives. Now, there's no reason why men can't be midwives, and probably more should. And if some contact the choir about joining, we'll have to have that discussion. It is one of the great things in our society that troubles me. I'm, I'm a folk dancer, as I think you know, and it's not at all unusual when I go lead folk dancing. There's maybe one, two, maybe three men in the room and, you know, 15 women. And I hate it because I'm taken. I mean... <laughs> I just think it's unfortunate for men because I think if we're ever going to build a world of peace, we need to connect men to these deep spiritual wells that singing and I think dancing are. They're community building in a way that's better than just knocking someone over at football. And I'm not knocking football. I'm just saying that it's an important tool in our repertoire. And one thing, by the way, I noticed on your guitar strap, you have at least four or five or six or seven activist-type pins. Are you, in general, an activist? You know, it's perhaps a terrible stereotype on my part, but I don't think of people who are in the symphony as being activists. You know, that's the folk musicians who are the activists. The symphony people are the people who drive cars that I can't afford. How can I... <laughs> That's a tough one. I guess I am an activist because I, everybody's nodding there. And <laughs> until recently, uh, I was every week at the Doylestown Peace Vigil, which we've had ever since 9-11, things like that. I guess I am an activist. I didn't know that. My voice is my activism? Oh, my voice is my activism. All right. You mean like Pete Seeger and those cool guys? Yeah. Well, I do insist whenever we have a gig, I guess this is related to that, I always say, guys, there's no peace song on this list. There's a war on people. We've got to have a peace song on the list. Mm -hmm. So often this next song ends up on the list for that very reason. So let's just call it male intuition. So you want to go in the direction of peace here. What song do you want to include? And I think we are, have the good fortune to have Paul Tinker Hess here to accompany you. Where are we going? We're going to do From a Distance, which was written by Julie Gold, who at that time was a Philadelphia area songwriter. And interesting, we talked earlier about Bonnie Tinker, and now here's her brother here, who I met this year at FGC and I'm singing and making, making music with. So let's listen in. The song is From a Distance. We're going to hear a performance here by Lisa Wildman and Paul Tinker Hess. Thank you. 
song from a distance. Who is that by again, Lisa? That's by Julie Gold. I just want to say thank you very much to Paul. And I have a confession to make. I normally am not a big fan of the banjo. (laughs) But I think Paul just made a convert out of me.
So, Lisa, what have you got in your future? Do you have a website? I mean, how's, how are people going to find out about you now that they know about your wonderful music, your comfort choir? They're going to find out that you're going to lead chanting, the, all these chants you've written. Are you sharing these with the world, or are you just sharing them only with me? Do you think I should make a CD? <laughs> <laughs> I think my next project, well, I guess I could finish up the solo CD I've started, but now I'm going in this other direction. I, I, I was thinking of making a CD of the chanting-type music. No, I do not yet have a website for me personally. I am on Facebook, and my bands do have websites, Group W and Peanut Butter Jellyfish. You could Google them. Yeah, easy enough to find. GroupWmusic.com and PeanutButterJellyfish.com, and they're both on Facebook and MySpace. And the Threshold Choir has a group on uh, Facebook. <laughs> a lot of wonderful opportunities there to find you if people know to look. And they, of course, can go right from my website, NorthernSpiritRadio.org. We'll put all the links on there that you care to have me put on there. So we'll connect you up with the world. As we go out, is there a song from the group WCD that you'd care to have me share with the world? I think oh. God Bless America, Cold Beer to Go is obviously a winner. <laughs> that's my inner Texan coming out. Yeah, that's a... Because we don't have enough jingoistic country songs, so I had to write another one. I guess Grandmother's Riddle. Grandmother's Riddle. Again, I want to thank you for sharing music and bringing in two other wonderful musicians with you. Bringing those two musicians was a, such an extra bonus gift. Getting to know your work so much more, Lisa, is wonderful. Thanks for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Mark. My pleasure. The song performed by Group W, of which Lisa Wildman is part, Grandmother's Riddle. Grandmother, you are so wise Answer this riddle puzzling my eyes How can I tell when the dawn ends the night When do we see the light I lie awake when I ought to be asleep Is it when I can tell a wolf from a sheep my question for all the world My darling child, 
see another person and know it's your sister or your brother. This is the answer for all the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Tell the world, child, darling child. It's you who are wise. You see your neighbor before your eyes. That's when the dawn puts an end to the night. That's when we see. That was Grandma's Riddle, performed by Group W, with whom Lisa Wildman performs. We've got a little more time, so I'm going to share with you a little more music from Group W. Of course, their name comes from Arlo Guthrie's song, Story, Alice's Restaurant, and referred to the final station of Arlo's draft induction. A bench on which they put you, he says, if you're not moral enough to join the army, burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug. Obviously, any band that would take the name Group W must be a bunch of rabble-rousers. With that in mind, let's listen to a second song by Group W that I mentioned earlier, God Bless America, Cold Beer to Go. God bless America, cold beer to go. I've got everything I need and all I need to know. You know I love my country, God knows I love my drink. I've got everything I need and I don't need to think. I tend to my own law, I'm not a political man. Who cares what's the difference between Iraq and Iran? Driving down the road, I'm feeling thirsty and I read a sign from above, and this is what it said. God bless America, cold beer to go. I've got everything I need and all I need to know. You know I love my country, God knows I love my drink. I've got everything I need and I don't need to think. I don't like to read, that's what TV's for And our president knows best when we should go to war Cause God made him president and he wouldn't lie to me After all, it must be true if it's on Fox TV God bless America, cold beer to go I've got everything I need and all I need to know you know I love my country, God knows I love my drink I've got everything I need and I don't need to think Take my gun 
from my hand when it's cold and dead. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free to never talk to people who disagree with me. You know I love my country. God knows I love my drink. I've got everything I need. I don't need to think. I've got everything I need. I don't need to That was one of the groups with which Lisa Wildman performs, Group W, and their song, God Bless America, Cold Beer to Go. And let's finish out Lisa's Song of the Soul with one more Group W song. This is Angel Band. My latest son is sinking fast. My race is nearly run My strongest trials now are past My triumph has begun Oh, come angel band Come and around me stand Bear me away on your snow white wings my immortal home Bear me away on your snow white wings To my immortal home Oh, bear my loving heart to him Who bled and died for me Blood now cleanses from all sin and gives me victory. Oh, come, angel band, come and around me stand. Bear me away on your snow white wings to my immortal. sings the holy ones behold they come I hear the sound of wings oh come angel band come and around me stand bear me away on your snow white wings to my Home. 
Bear me away on your snow white wings to my immortal home. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a Song of the Soul.